It's time for Confessions of a Serial Salesman. Author, expert sales trainer, and serial entrepreneur Steve Noodleberg wants to help you change your life and your business using his 27 roles for influencers and leaders. This is the Confessions of a Serial Salesman podcast with Steve Noodleberg. Here's Josh Cohen. And welcome to yet another edition of the Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast based on the books, the 27 Rules for Influencers and Leaders, hardcover, paperback, and we made it to 40. You made it to the 40, 40, 40, 40 club, as Jay-Z sang ESPN up on the screen. When we did our first show, did you ever think we'd do 40? No, because you seem nervous. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. you when seem, I did the first show, I was little, nervous. You're a little nervous. You're a little Maybe. rattled. Ken and I noticed that. Ken, you know He's really? come a long way. Oh, my God. He has yeah. come a long Me way. Nervous. He's come yeah. a long way. I mean, you got to remember, I've done 15,000 hours on the air. I've done, I've done more time on the air than Al Michaels. So as a re- no, I'm you serious. have made me more comfortable. There's no but, doubt. No, you've just you just needed to just flex on them, and that's yeah. what you've done. done. And for episode four, put in the work. And for episode forty, uh, you got a great guest, and we were just talking off air about new brand strategies. And I've always been a secret nerd of marketing and branding. I don't and, think you're a nerd. I think you get it. But, I think you don't right. give yourself enough credit. Well, thank you very much. Nice of you to say. But we were talking off air because I've always been fascinated by those unfortunate contingency plannings of marketing. When things go wrong, and it's like, oh, what, do, what do they do? Yeah, oh, shit, what, and what do, they, what do they do now? Nothing has gone wrong for your guest or her company yet, so it's all good so far. Well, you know, one of the values that we bring on this show is we want to talk about innovation. We want to talk about, right. you know, actually doing it. There's a value that you people, when they listen to this, they take away like, wow, I get it. That's mm-hmm. something I might be able to recreate. Right. And so I am thrilled that Vanessa actually left what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She left innovating to come innovate with us. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having Vanessa me. Vanessa Walker, EVP, Marketing and Innovation at Celsius Holdings Incorporated. You have a can, actually, of this. Cel- Great product placement, but do they tell you it's primarily an audio podcast? You know, I, well, you can hear me slurping on it, right? Yes. <laughs> and, okay, uh, yes. let me and do that. Hold and on. also, I did mention that the product was on the table. So, exactly. Ah, uh-huh. Yeah, that works. Yes. Innovation. That's a, that's a Disney buzzword. Disney was always big on innovation, right? Epcot just celebrated a birthday. What's the 36th or 35th birthday of Epcot really? the other day? And Epcot stands for Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Look at him. What? I believe. Aha uh-huh moment. Aha uh-huh moment. Uh-huh. Innovation is, um, now it's, it's used in marketing. Yes. And we hear that these sandwiches are handcrafted. It's like, do, as opposed to what? You got a robot that's going to make put the mayo on my bread there, Jimmy? Uh, we talk about hand-spun milkshakes, right? Artisan, artisan bread. All these, all these buzzwords, and some of them just like, man, will you shut up? But innovation is something that makes you think that, ooh, it's never been done before, never been done this way before, and they're thinking about the future, not focused on the past. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really well said. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got Please. here, how we know each other, and then what innovation means? Because she took a brand that was basically, you know, flatline. It was. It was. It was just. It was not a player. It was not relevant. It was around. Is that what you're saying? I mean, when I when I had my sports marketing company, mm-hmm. somebody came, dropped off a couple of cases of it. Right. We tasted it. It was. It was un- in front of mine. Undrinkable. Oh really? <laughs> it went in the closet, oh. and it was like, all right, these guys will get killed, just like most of the other beverages. Mm-hmm. Then you put somebody in charge, put somebody at the wheel who knows what they're doing, right? And in very short order, 
all of a sudden I'm hearing and I'm seeing it. You know, we've had the chance to collaborate, but why don't you? By all means, Vanessa, ah. take it from there. Who are you and how'd you get here? Well, we just said that, Vanessa. I don't know how I got here. We said Vanessa Walker, and I'm going to guess I-95. <laughs> those, are, those are my two. I got, am I two for two on that? You're, you're, yes. Okay. I via I-95. Um, yeah, so thank you. No, thanks for having me. Um, Steve, how do Steve and I know each other? It's a yeah. good question. Uh, I think we go back to my national beverage days. That's correct. Right? Yep. And, uh, and what'd you do in that world? Well, uh, when I joined National Beverage, it was in uh, January of 2008. Mm -hmm. I walked in the door. I didn't really see any brands that I recognized except I knew the word Shasta Mm -hmm. because when I was a small child, my mother was drinking a Shasta. I think it was the very first soda I ever took a sip of. (laughs) I remember Shasta. Yeah. And uh, Fago, right? Right. Remember that? It was a 78. Okay. Yeah. And uh, there was a, a brand there. Uh, when I walked in, it was uh, LaCroix. LaCroix. I couldn't pronounce it, but I recognized that my mother had a can of it in her. She had she had blue cans in her refrigerator. Right. So I and went you home. you knew it as the blue can. Yeah. I went home and I said, hey, listen, uh, what is that? She said, it's that seltzer. Mm-hmm. And she's from the Northeast, so she calls everything seltzer. Seltzer, oh, man. Right. Kidding, yeah. Seltzer. Egg and um, and <laughs> yeah. away we go. And um, she said, LaCroix. And I said, okay, LaCroix. But I went back to the building. I interviewed for a job in marketing. They didn't really know what they were interviewing me for. They didn't have anything specific. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, okay, great. And I started there, and I looked at the portfolio, and I honed in on LaCroix. There were three things that they put on the offer letter, like LaCroix, St. Jude, Cola, or some mm-hmm. craziness, and right. Chic, which was an energy drink that went defunct. Okay. And I focused St. Jude, by the way, is the patron saint of lost causes. Yes, it is. Was that because of their affiliation with St. Jude? Oh, yeah, because I knew they were into the hospital. Yeah, they they still are. The the St. Jude Children's. Correct. Okay. I still have my medallion from my tour of the St. Jude's Uh, Children's. That tour was insane. Yeah, that's a great place. We did some work in the past, raised some money in the past for Ronald McDonald House. And for St. Jude's. Good good spot. It's the, yeah, in Memphis. There's, I mean, that's. I went on a tour. Yeah. And so I was there. I, I started in January of 08. Mm-hmm. I looked at the sparkling water and I said to myself, wow, it's got nothing artificial. There's no calories. There's no carbs. It smells like something. It tastes like something. And I love it. This is the horse to ride in on. So I focused on LaCroix. All right. And I was there from 08 to 2016. Uh-huh. And uh, that was really over A period the, of substantiated growth. Yeah, the rise of LaCroix. And we built a phenomenal team. We, bu- we built a company within a company, really. Mm-hmm. There was, you know, 22 people between the sales and marketing teams when you added it all up. And uh, we didn't really have marketing dollars to go after the big boys. So we really began marketing with, you know, baiting in the users and doing a lot of user-generated content. Now, what is that? In that. layman's terms, what does that mean? User-generated content. Because this is also, you know, the dawn of the social media age. It was, in, yeah. In 2008, most folks are getting on Facebook. Right. Some had been on MySpace. Twitter was right around the corner for the masses. But people that had, didn't realize they were influencers had the ability to move the needle just That's by right. sharing a product that they liked. And Instagram wasn't even around. So we we put a Facebook page up in 2009 on LaCroix, and um, we began, I remember the very first contest we threw was, uh, basically my style of marketing at the time was, I'm just going to do what I like for me. 
you know, and, and I was just <laughs> making gonna, it all about me. Well, were you, were, were, okay. All right. So <laughs> that so, works. But, but, I, I knew I was the target audience. So I was like, well, what do I want to do? All right. So, so you're, it's not your own personal preference is a sense of like, well, this is what I think it should be. You know who your audience is. I knew is, who my audience And you was. know how to target too, yeah. because you are that audience. So prior to my life at LaCroix, a national beverage, way back when I started, I, I'm a Seminole, as, as Steve knows. I graduated. Guys used to have a football program, I remember, we, we years did. ago. Uh, yeah, I, we used yeah. to have a tomahawk. Are they going to oh, bring Kenny, it's rough in here, man. Oh, it's getting it's real rough. rough. Are they going to bring Very back rough. football at uh, Florida State? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't remember the program Ooh, got shut down, but you it, know, it goes fast. There's <laughs> a horse named Renegade, and he's the focal point. Um, he is indeed. So after Florida State, I, I wanted to, just like every other partying Seminole, I wanted to get to a, a city that was really going to be able to rock and party. Well, like this I, I don't did. know. This I don't know. This is good. So Where'd I graduated go? from Florida State, yep. and it was pre-Olympics 96. Atlanta. Everybody was going to Atlanta. They sure were. So I had two job offers. One was for Florida, and one was for Atlanta. So I wound up taking the job at Target stores. I had no desire to be in retail, mm-hmm. but it was a flexible schedule, which means I could go out at night. And right. I didn't have to show up for work until like 11 o'clock in the morning. If I was working the mid-shift or late. Go drink a good job. Then. Buckhead. <laughs> so I'm going Buckhead. Yeah. $3 cafe. So I, exactly. Oh, my God. Remember $3 cafe? You got it. I you do. were right there. Right? I, I was actually there that summer. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. Yeah. So um, On that patio, I remember specifically. I loved the company. Target was so amazing. I wound up working there for seven years. Four in the stores. And then three, I became the buyer for the Southeast for food and beverage. That's great. Started the beverage career. And I was located in Atlanta. Well, guess who else is? Uh Coca-Cola. I got a lot of training from Coke. So between Target and Coca-Cola and other execs I met in the industry, I was really getting tremendous training. And then I left there. I wound up at a startup beverage company, which was a children's beverage company, uh, working for a crazy entrepreneur who used to come to work and sometimes he'd forget his shoes. (laughs) A lizard? Uh, no, oh. it was um, Jim Scott when at you say, Zone Brands. When you say forget his shoes, you meant like they didn't match or no, he, he was just he barefoot? To, he, what, one of the funny stories was <laughs> he was at McDonald's yeah. and uh, he had a Porsche and he went out and bought a Porsche and then he came home and one of his, his kids said to him, should you have gotten this car because we can't all ride in it? Right. And he was like, oh my God, we can't all sit. Oh my gosh. So anyway, <laughs> he takes his, his oldest son, because he can only put one child in the Porsche with right. him, yeah. to McDonald's mm-hmm. on the way to drop him off at school. And they go to get out of the car, and his son looks at him and says, Dad, where are your shoes? You uh-huh. can't go into McDonald's without your shoes on. He's like, oh, my God, I didn't bring them. <laughs> so he, he takes a McDonald's, no shoes, drops him off at school, comes to work. He had no shoes on. Right. We had an important guest and his lovely wife from Costa Rica that and he's barefoot. Day. And he's, he's barefoot. barefoot. Comes out from behind his desk to meet her, and she's like, hello. She's all dressed up, and of course, he has no shoes on. So, you know, we had crazy wild <laughs> beverage startup stories, uh-huh. um, and I was there for a number of years. Then I moved to New York City, and then I came back down to South Florida, and that's when I started with National Beverage. So um, uh, somewhere along the way, I wound up meeting Steve at National. Yeah. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> it just enjoyed Steve's company, and we wound up... Um, Continuing to work together, and, and National Beverage became a big part of the Panthers right. at the time. We were the pillar partner. I was mm-hmm. on the board of the foundation. That was when the brand really started to take it off, It really too, started man. to it take LaCroix, off. Yeah. Everywhere. Rhymes with enjoy. Enjoy. Well, that exactly. was one of those drinks that people drink differently. Uh, there's a lot of people who use it as a mixer still. Yeah. I, mean, I have friends of mine that oh, bring sure. it over to mix with vodka. Or, for sure. Know, so that was flavors. a plan. That right. was a plan because beverage is very seasonal. And you get into spring, summer, and then 
that's when beverage sales fly. And then in the winter, they sell die. a lot of orange juice in the winter months and mm-hmm. they sell a lot of beer in the summer months. And I remember seeing those numbers because of, oh, it's cold and flu season. And people think if they drink orange juice, they're going to get better. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Told you, he has all this like useless information. Trivia. It's useful. <laughs> Trivia. It's useful Love in, the, it. in this spot. And there's, a, there's actually yes. a, a correlation between the temperature rising degrees and then the sale of beer. And the same in the winter months as the temperature drops, you sell even more orange juice. It's the strangest thing how people function. Yes. Those are the economics they're up. But you, you, you may continue, please. So that brings up a, another little anecdotal story. I was standing in line to go to a rooftop bar in New York City. Don't you hate waiting in line to go to those rooftops? I liked it. It was okay. The, the weather I like was the rooftop. great. I, like the, I hate waiting in line to go to, okay. up to the rooftop. It's fair. I'm standing there, and the guy's not letting us on the elevator, but he said, I'll tell you what, anybody that gets this next question right can skip to the front of the line. Okay. He said, what's the number one item purchased before a hurricane? And he uh-huh. goes down the line. Booze. And he looks at me and I said, beer. It's booze, yeah. And he said, you're right. Wow. How did you know right. that? everybody said flashlights and water and no. batteries. Yeah. Uh-huh. He said, how did you know that? And I yeah. said, I'm in the beverage industry. There you didn't go. ask who's right here is in the beverage industry. <laughs> so, so I got in the elevator. How come every <laughs> time I'm in New York to go to some rooftop, that's not the question they ask? <laughs> I don't no. know. Because I just nailed it and I'd be up you, on the rooftop right now. You got a 10 on that dismount. Oh, you my did. gosh. Um, so, so we were there. And then after LaCroix, I came over to Celsius mm-hmm. and, you know, Celsius is phenomenal. It's been, a, it's been a great journey thus far. I see the can and yeah. you've got a can of Celsius heat, heat. in yes. front of you. Now, this is a gorgeous product on the outside and it appears to be of some kind of benefit for me as far as health or focus or yes. mentality. And, and so I'm not getting you to sell and I don't, but the brand, first of all, Celsius, that's a great brand name. Right, the packaging's fantastic because it is a standalone. It doesn't look like Thank anything you. else I see when I'm in the gas station or I'm in the store and looking through there. But what is the product itself? It's an energy beverage. It's a uh, health bum, conscious. Bum, bum. It's health. What, is, what do we got here? Well, it's you know what it's. It, that was a pretty good setup. Yeah, yeah that right. was a great layout. I got to give them. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so Celsius and in, in what Steve was saying all those years ago, it was founded in 2004. It was created by the former CEO of GNC. Mm. And another person, they together wrote a formula and they said, you know, instead of doing another thermogenic pill like a hydroxy cut, why don't we make it drinkable? What if we made a thermogenic that was drinkable? So thus the name Celsius, because it's your body temperature. Body temperature is So Celsius Fahrenheit. I don't know why they didn't name it Fahrenheit, but they named it Celsius. Celsius is cooler. It's cooler. And um, so it's a thermogenic. So what that means is it increases your body temperature a slight amount. We're talking one to two degrees, not that much. And it doesn't sound like a big deal, but inside your body, it's a very big deal. Mm -hmm. And it goes on for about two to three hours, depending on who you are. And that internal increase in your body temperature increases and accelerates your metabolic rate, Uh which allows you to burn calories and fat faster when you do anything moderate, any moderate activity. So it's a three for one. You're, you're having a beverage that you want. You're getting a little boost of energy. And also in the process, you're stimulating metabolism. Exactly. Is it good to mix with booze? Let's just get right to it. <laughs> you know? Any girl that I know that said, I'm graduating Florida State, 
I think I'll go to work in Atlanta for a company I don't love <laughs> because it's about to get lit up in here with the Olympics. So I have to immediately because I'm oh, like the the, the, taste like, test, the taste testing is great. Taste <laughs> testing it just goes on and on. But like my whole career and life path has been chosen for the same reason as you. Exactly. That seems like a good time. That seems like a good time. Are Let's there, go there. Do you have long term goals? No, no, I just want to have not fun. A bad takeaway though. I no. mean, we're talking about. Real takeaways on this show, if you follow your heart and you do what you love, yeah. Yeah. that's when the good things happen. And you know what? If you show up every day, which is <laughs> what your your 27 tips, right? Or, right. Or your whole book. If you if you show up, you work hard every day, I don't know. You know, it's 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 crazy. You don't know what's going to come down the pike. Right. But if you give it your all every day and right. you look for opportunity <laughs> and you can see the opportunity, the doors will keep opening because you just keep showing up and you're knocking out of the park. You're seeing the opportunity. I'm seeing the opportunity. So... So I started at Celsius. I said to myself, this brand has a unique proprietary formula. Mm-hmm. It's doing something on the market. Talk about a differentiated proposition. It's doing something that other people aren't. It's got 100% of seven daily vitamins. Right. So if I'm adding that level of vitamins and a fat burn into what's really a healthy energy product, did we communicate that? One. Yeah, did we communicate that correctly to the consumer? So I didn't, I didn't innovate. I didn't invent a damn thing, really. Uh-huh. I mean, what I did was I, I took something. The message. I turned it around, yes, with right. a team of people so that the consumer could easily understand well, what the proposition better. It looks better, so you know you do judge the book by its cover. You, you're going to judge the book right. by the so, cover. And, and let's be honest. We live in an era, an age, that people have want... <laughs> People require things to be easier than they ever have in the history of mankind. Oh, it's unreal. Because (laughs) on the weekend, I go to the Amish uh, barn racings, you know, and I try and bang a hammer and help them build a a barn with my neighbors. What don't you do? And and, but then... But but then I see, you know, I, I I see Ken at home and he's talking into his remote control because he can't hit the channel for 403 to ESPN. Oh. So he goes ESPN and then it does it for him because we live in an age where make it easy for me. Right. So let me just pop open the can of Celsius and now I've got my vitamins and now I've got my energy and now I've got my actual metabolic. Ch- if you can make it easier for people, Amazon has become what Amazon's become. Why? Because they just make it easy for you. Yeah. I don't think I've sent my sisters a birthday card or a gift for years. But now on Amazon, <laughs> like, I go like this. Like, I go, bip, bip. It goes, which sister? That one. Which and sister? now I'm done. You know, I only got two sisters. But there I'm saying, go. to go to the post, I go to the store and buy something and wrap and go to the post. Right. If you can make it easy for people, you can speak their language. Because what Americans want more now than ever is easy. Oh, yeah. You got that I, I mean, right. I think there's a lot to be said for that. But... You also need to communicate the value proposition of course. in a category that is unbelievably crowded. I get calls all the time from people who are starting a beverage brand, mm-hmm. and I usually say, good luck. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's like we worked with one way back when called Champion Light with Jay Fiedler and I Anthony re- I Mason. I remember Champion Light. Anthony Mason, God rest his soul. And you're banging your head against Gatorade. It's not easy. You're banging your head against... Monster, Monster deep pockets, yeah. and Monster's deep a shitty pockets. product. I mean, it's not good for you. So, so, so there you go. So, I think, you know, if I was going to give somebody advice, if I was going to tell someone who was just starting out in their career, what move should you to look a fun for? town for a good time and don't worry about your career. You know what? Have an amazing time because go you're only young one. Go, go to Buckhead, <laughs> hang out at the three dollar cafe on Sunday nights, and drink three dollar cans of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Get in the right area code and let it all, you know. That's it. Uh, so, so, but what I would say is, look, if you're going to do something, okay, step back and ask yourself, does, 
what I'm going to pour my time and energy in, does it have the horsepower to deliver something for me on the back end? Mm-hmm. Because you could pour your time and energy and do a billion different things. Of course. If, you know, when I was looking for my next move after LaCroix, and when I looked at LaCroix, I said, when I looked at it in its entirety, I said, the sparkling water category is, you know, it's tried and true. It's been proven. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, can we reinvent it so it's not the green bottle on the white linen tablecloth at Capitol Grill? Can right. we make it an everyday deal for people to enjoy all day? That was 1982, the rise of the preppies. <laughs> I remember it well. Saratoga. Look at him. This guy is Saratoga, uncanny. right? It is what uncanny. is going on with Perrier, Perrier, Saratoga in the early... He just but, goes but, home and reads... But you, uh, encyclopedias. But you know what? Rupert Holmes had a big hit song. If you're if you're into if pina, you like coladas, pina coladas, right? Getting caught in the rain. <laughs> you know, if you're not into health food, you, you know, I am into champagne. But he talks about yoga. Like everything he talks about came back around. Yoga's that back around. Is health be- food's back around. Oh all that's back around again. That song's going to be in my head all day. That's right. I confronted him. I confronted him at the Old Palm Beach because it's bothered me for years. Oh. We did a charity event together, and I said, "Man, I got to tell you, man, I come up. I'm a little kid." My father had one splurge in his life. It was a 1980 Fiat Spider convertible, and I was a little, little kid. It's the only thing my father, ever, God rest his soul, ever splurged on. It was a $10,000 car, but still, it would be on the radio. Yacht Rock, the age of Yacht Rock, mm. and it was the Pina Colada song. And I said, man, I'm a little kid. I'm in this car riding with my dad, and I'm like, daddy, don't make no sense. He says, what do you mean? I said, there's no way at the end they'd be laughing and joking because they're both trying to cheat on each other. Because she'd be like, what are you doing putting an ad in the newspaper trying to meet other women? And he'd be like, what are you doing putting an ad in the newspaper trying to... At the end, they just they smile and they laugh. It was his own who, lovely who lady. down the song like that, though? I mean, you're it's a, a story. The song's a story. You know the story. It is, it is a story. It's a, class, it's a classified He was tired of his lady. They've been together too long. So he put an ad in the person, lad. If you're into you pina like coladas, that? getting caught in the rain. If you're not into yoga and that nonsense. So yoga came back. So he's what? dissing his lady. So, right. right. So he's leaving her. So then he got a date and he goes to meet the lady. And in the end, we find out, oh, he knew in an instant. It was his... It his was his own lady. It was his own lady. Yeah. And she says, I never knew that you like pina coladas. And they laugh and hug. And I'm like, there's no way. She'd have been like, why are you trying to cheat on me? <laughs> and then, and he, what's with the ad, buddy? And, and he, and Rupert Holmes was like, and he was very, he was, well, I don't see, I don't see it that way. Oh, and, he, and he was very kind what of. What are the chances one hit wonder, that Rupert on Holmes. this show we would dissect that song? I you have no idea. I don't know how I we got you. here, but it's, it's fascinating. But there's a lot to be said because songs like that, pina colada song. So somebody could have wrapped around and said, we are the official pina colada of that song. They could have. We are. They but they not. missed a branding they opportunity. Somebody a... should come back yes. with that song. You know what? Yoga's in. Health food's in. Champagne is in. I'm not into yoga. I'm into champagne. Both of those are in right now. Yes. In fact, there's, sometimes there's yoga with champagne. That's not important right now. Back to Celsius. <laughs> so, so there are three different kinds of Celsius, correct? There's, so there, it's the same proven formula, Yes. Um, which is the root of all. So we have the 12 ounce. And then we have the natural version, which is sweetened with a stevia blend, Ooh. and it has a natural caffeine. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Celsius heat, which is the 16-ounce, the bigger can, and it has added caffeine, and it has L-citrulline, which is the vasodilator. It's the pump you up. Oh. Pump you up. So if you're in the gym, that's the drink. Now, you didn't, get, you didn't answer the question, is it good with booze? Like oh, vodka. So let's go back to that. Um, you probably can't recommend it for health I reasons. I will not recommend it. Right. We, we actually, so here's my thing. You know, when you go to college campuses, everybody expects, you call a college campus, um, you know, uh, sampling firm. Mm-hmm. And they'll expect that you are wanting to sample at night. And right away they'll say, okay, the relationships we have with the bars are blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, no. I want you to show up in the morning and Instead go to the fitness center. Or, right. 
Right. Go to the fitness center because right. the A-gamers, the ones that are going to law school, okay, they're going to be on the treadmill at 6 o'clock in the morning. They're going to be working out with a pre-workout. Right. They're getting up, and believe it or not, they're still partying at night, but mm-hmm. there's another side to them, and the A-game crowd is up. They're making it happen every day at college. Mm-hmm. That's my crowd. Uh. Okay, let's let the other people, They can. everybody can party. I don't have to be anything special to party. But I can deliver well, to benefits. Do a party to like them. I do, you do. You got to be a next. Well, level. I, mean, I would believe that. Yes. Follow him on Instagram, and you'll. It's, a next, it's a next level party. <laughs> it's <believe> scary. Me. <laughs> I'm I don't doing know how he does it. I'm doing right now what you were doing summer '96 in Atlanta. <laughs> and you know this is true. I do know this. Is true. Ken knows this is true. <laughs> oh lord! I was doing it summer '96. I'm still doing. Yeah, it. I don't know how you do it. Every I, morning I wake up, I can't believe it. I go, I'm alive still. Oh my gosh! Help him. It is Groundhog's Day in a certain. It is, but but also now I notice you know Pedialyte was always for, oh, your baby has diarrhea, drink Pedialyte. And then the college kids caught on the last couple of years, and they go, ooh, this is a great way to rehydrate. Now, not only do I buy the little pouches, mm. right, so you have one in your back pocket, um, but now I notice on Twitter they are marketing themselves as... Recovery. Is, is, yeah. recover, is that before. right? I, didn't, I haven't seen that. That's yeah. incredible. They, they have now decided, ooh... We got to go after this, you know, 21 right. to 50 year old crowd that's like, drink this before bed or when you get recovery from, it's like almost the marketing is almost hangover relief. Right. I saw that. It's a, it's a, but they, same product, two different directions. So do you think that is, here's a question for you. Please. Do you think um, that. By the way, I'm like five for five today. <laughs> So if you stump me on this, we're going to end the podcast early. It's over. Well, it's an opinion. It's opinion, not He's a fact. Good. He comes okay. to Mike and walks away. <laughs> Do you think that that is a marketing opportunity where people are embracing who the brand is? Mm-hmm. Or do you think that's a marketing opportunity where they're saying, this is what it can be and mm-hmm. what it does, right. so we'll go after that too? Yeah. Which one do you think? I think it's more of a case of, ooh, by the way, it also is good for this. Mm-hmm. And ooh, we don't have kids, we'd never buy it, but... Now I can use it to get over my hangover on Saturday morning. I'm all in. So there are other products that do that. But I think what it does is it connects. Like when I hear Pedialyte, I remember buying it for another reason. Right. So there's brand saying, legitimacy. Oh, by the way, it also does this. I remember Pedialyte. I trusted there's Pedialyte. Legitimacy. Yeah, you there's legitimacy. You thought it worked. So well, it worked it tr- then. I right. trusted it yeah, with it's my gonna kid. Work. Correct. It's right. going to work. There's legitimacy to it. It's not some crazy little hangover remedy that's next to the register in the gas station. Right. Yeah, with some it is a trusted name. Br- you know, I don't want to. You know. If for generations, uh, mothers and fathers have been giving it to toddlers, then obviously it might do something for me. Right. So, so it's, it brings up the, the point of all marketing, which is really about developing trust with your core user. So, you know, Pedialyte did that. Yeah. I yeah. bought it. I didn't ask what price it was. It was, go get Pedialyte. Your kid yeah. is growing up. Go get Pedialyte. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm throwing up, I would have never thought of using Pedialyte because I thought it was for my kid. Right. So remarketing that to me, I think is pretty smart. So yeah. Celsius is letting the gym folks and the really, I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get tone, ripped, cut weight, see my gains, that crowd. But it sounds almost as though it's like, hey, um, if you were going to do a little bit of energy and, and vitamin, uh, guess what? There's an added benefit. Much like the Pedia. Yes. Right? That's right. For that crowd that goes, I don't go to the gym. Yeah, so the, so there's really, you know, two crowds. There's three core crowds drinking Celsius, but one is, you know, with this 16-ounce can, the people that are, are really serious about a pre-workout. Or 
I'm just going to have Celsius heat because I'm gearing up for something huge, i.e. coming here and meeting you. Yeah. Okay. So I'm <laughs> going to drink think it would this. make you more nervous? Because you got to have your A game for I this. i got to have my A game well, on. I want to be right, tu- you know. tuned in. So you'd think so, you'd be more nervous about meeting me. Um... <laughs> Okay, uh, so, but to people that are going to do something serious, yeah, and then um, you know you definitely have the people that are into the twelve ounce product because they're saying I want a fat burn. Mm-hmm. Is this a fat burning beverage? Okay, I'm all over that. And then you have people that say, wait a minute, I'm getting a hundred percent of seven daily vitamins. It's right. chock full of things. There's zero grams of sugar, so this is healthier for me, and it tastes really good. So we mm. traded a lot of people in on the taste. Yeah. Tastes really good. Why should I have a water? I'm not getting anything out of that. Right. I'm just going to, I want some flavor today, so I'm going to choose this with my lunch. So, you know, we went from being this fitness forward thing, and I think you should still think about it as you're going to be fit, but to a healthier alternative. Like, what else should I be drinking? Amen. Why can't I have this? It tastes good. So much of marketing is, is really packaging. I mean, just the way the can looks. I mean, the packaging of the lifestyle, the way that what and feelings that are evoked. We've talked about it in the past, of Coors Light, and they decided to get rid of the mustached man. And instead, it was blonde girls in little bikinis playing beach volleyball. And the dude in the Wisconsin grocery store who lives alone at home said, went and bought beer because it made him feel a certain way. Do, do people miss maybe I don't want to say misunderestimate. Because I almost think that's an oxymoron in a sense. But pe- do people underestimate the importance of just how something makes people feel in a sense of subconsciously when they're making a decision or becoming brand loyal? I think that's the whole thing. I mean, I think, you know. So you I can, am smart. I am absolutely. smart is what you're saying. I okay. mean, you could look back. We have a saying in the beverage industry. It's called a badge brand in your hand. And what does that what mean? What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Well, it means that. What you, you know, you've got a. Is it a show you, off? Yeah, thing? you've got a vitamin water zero. I can I see it from here. Yep. Right. Okay. So you have that in your hand, and there's a certain element to that where you're in the know. Steve right. has a what is this? Juice. Cold pressed juice. Cold pressed juice. Okay, so he's in the know. Okay, but what does he know? Well, he knows that cold pressed juice is the latest, greatest edge, bleeding edge, and it's expensive as hell. Of new, yeah, <laughs> of, of nourishment, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know that zero sugar is better. I'm going to drink something. It's I'm hydrating. It's you know trendy. And maybe there's a health benefit. I've got a Celsius heat in my hand. Right. You know those are things that you're walking around with. You show up for a meeting and you have a Starbucks cup in your hand mm-hmm. versus you have a McDonald's cup. There's in your that's badge. a really good example. Oh, there's yeah. two that's different. Really good that's your badge. You that's know your that's your badge. badge. No or, different than the watch on your wrist. No different. And, and the car you pull up in exactly. at valet. And 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 well, that happened with vodka with Tito's. And all of a sudden, it became really cool to be drinking Tito's. Exactly. There are people drinking Tito's that don't like Tito's. Yes. That just want to drink the one that is the call brand or the one that... It is virtually impossible to stay cool. And we talk about this on our show. virtually impossible. There's two things I can think of since the advent of cool that have stayed cool. It's the word cool, Uh which is bizarre to me, and really Nike, which we talk about. And why they went so risky with the political move is got to stay cool somehow so it's not... Your dad buying a pair for 40 bucks at JCPenney's, and then the kids that are influencers on the street go, I don't want to wear these anymore. Hard to stay cool. Right? You have a, don't you have a shelf life? Don't you have a window for being the it? Yeah, you do. Paris and Hilton did. You, you, you do. And I think, um, you know, it's funny you said that because I have looked at my career. I've looked at my brands. I've looked at the flavors in the brands. It used to be that you would create a flavor. Mm-hmm. And that flavor, you would expect that, and, and shareholders, everybody expected that that flavor would be on the shelf. That's your lemon line. That's on the shelf. Right. I don't look at it that way anymore. I actually 
suggest that we transition out of flavors completely kill the package to keep it relevant to keep it relevant wow, every wow, couple of years smart i don't yeah. need that anymore right well why not it's it's selling well it is selling well but tell me what's next i am the exclusive uh, owner of the rights to pumpkin spice so for the month of october <laughs> i just sit back and, and and white girls white girls just uh, send me <laughs> checks for millions of dollars because that riley october, with three p pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice and, and i own that this was uh this was a lot more fun than it probably should have been <laughs> And it oh, was she's great. And it it's was informative. And, and I, I wish I, I met you at the three dollar cafe in the summer of ninety six in Atlanta. In fact, we probably might have. You might have said like, "You can walk away now." I think I did see you. It, it, yeah. No, he was there. Quite he possibly. Was there, yeah. Were well, you one of the guys sitting on the back? You know, there was like that back ledge. <laughs> there that, was a back patio. There was a back patio, and they had like a a, a, a railing. My buddy Mike Ferrari lived in Buckhead. Oh boy! And so I went to go visit him, in one uh, ill advised. Uh, summer oh, weekend. That was a really fun place. You think it gets know? hot here in uh, J- July, That's August? Atlanta, in unbelievable. Yeah. Vanessa Walker, EVP, Marketing and Innovation at Celsius Holdings nice Incorporated. Thank you for the time and Thank the insight. You. And this was a lot of fun. And hopefully you can come back and be our Thank first you. return and guest. go buy Celsius at just about anywhere you can think of, right? Target, CVS, 7-Eleven, Vitamin Shop, Amazon, GNC, right? Amazon.com. Are the Canadian folks buying it up? Because like, ooh, I can relate to the, the temperature grading <laughs> as opposed to the Americans are like, what does that, that mean? That is a brilliant comment. It really is. That's what you know, I'm it's funny for. because we have a huge following at, at 7-Eleven and it yeah. might be Hispanic uh, consumers for saying, sure. hey. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I, I wasn't semi-kidding, but semi-not. I like it. Steve, uh, want to do 41? You know what? We're going to take 41 all the way to 50 and then we're going to have a party for all of the guests, wow. all awesome. 50 guests. Oh, that'd be fantastic. We're going to have an anniversary party for all fi- all 50 guests will be oh, invited. I'll bring the to heat. meet each other. You'll bring the heat. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I mean, everybody will bring their stuff. What a party that'll be. Vanessa Walker, uh-huh. thank you again. Celsius, you. check it out for yourself. Steve, tell them something good. We don't make small talk. We don't ask them, how you doing? What's new? Instead, we say, tell yeah. me something good. So it's hashtag FOE, which is family over everything. I spent the weekend with my grandson. But that also means foe, which is your adversary. Foe? No. What a hashtag says. Oh, F-O-E. okay. All right. Well, sure. Uh, so I spent the weekend with my grandson. <laughs> yeah, I saw and that. And I was transplanted back to uh, that days when I was a dad and all, and I love it. It's uh, the most inspiring thing to me to awesome. watch my grandson How grow old is he now? He's two and a half. All right. And uh, took him to all the favorite places in Tallahassee, and he was great and slept in the bed with us, and, you know, it, was, awesome. it was not... Work at all. It was great. He's but it two- was great also saying, see you next time. <laughs> He's two and a half. He's two and a half. I was going to get rid of a few blazers. I worked my so if, ass off. If he wants those blazers, you know, because at two and a half, about the same size I wear now in uh, my blazer, I'll, I'll give you the blazers and he can wear them for family functions. As he can. So he's a big kid. As he can. And I will be back there for Thanksgiving. Fantastic. Thanksgiving with all my boys. Family so. over everything. Yeah. Again, FOE kind of still does mean foe, though, but, but you're flipping go it. With you're me, flipping go the script. With me, family over everything. God bless you. Because I make all of my decisions and always have in my career, my family comes first. For Steve Nodelberg, it's Josh Cohen saying thank you for listening. We will catch you next time for episode 41 on Confessions of a Serial Salesman, the podcast. So long, everybody.